Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. We've heard just how bad the drought out west continues to be, but these two incidents Wednesday provide an even more descriptive example of just how bad it is. Authorities say a truck going up Quartz Hill near Redding, California around 2 p.m. had a mechanical problem that started a blaze which ended up burning about three acres before it was put out by residents with garden hoses. The mechanical problem? A flat tire. The second incident happened about two hours later, not far away, at the Gold Hills Golf Club, when a golfer's errant tee shot went into the deep rough, and when he decided to chip it back into play, his shot sparked a blaze that also burned about three acres. Firefighters surmise his wedge hit a rock in the grass, sparking, uh, causing a spark that began the fire. It's hard to believe it could be that dry anywhere, Cliff. Yeah. I know. <laughs> have you ever heard of the Taste of Chicago, Cliff? I have. I'm not sure what all it entails, but I have heard of it. Well, basically what they do, and it's yeah. pretty cool, in Chicago, that mm-hmm. giant park they have there and all throughout, they have yeah. different sections of different foods. Like if you like Chinese, here's the Chinese section outdoor and the Italian and Portuguese, it just goes on and on forever. Yeah. People just wander around tasting different foods that you probably have never heard of or even tried in your life. So is this like you pay one admission to get in? And then, you- yes, and then you go around okay. to all of them. They've got like oh, okay. soups in Grant Park, sandwiches yeah. at, uh, from different places on Michigan Avenue, and they've got bitter defeat at Wrigley Field. <laughs> We're going to start things off this morning <laughs> with Thomas Rhett. Did you see, Cliff, in California there's triplets there, and these three girls all became pregnant at the exact same time. Well, I know okay. the exact same time, but, in well. a, you know, <laughs> close enough to, you know, for our measurements here. And I'm okay. thinking, Cliff, if they wind up yeah. and also have triplets, each one of these ladies, yeah. then it's official. They must be burned at the stake. Something, <laughs> something. I know that sounds really bad, doesn't it, Cliff? It sounds bad when you uh, say that out uh, loud. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can think that, but once you say it out loud, I mean, you can't unsay it. Well, I don't make the burned at the stake rules, Cliff. I just follow them, and that's one of the rules. <laughs> if you look that up in your handbook at home, we this homeowner in Covington, in Washington State, found out that not only. Will people steal anything, anytime, and anywhere? But also that she and her husband are pretty deep sleepers. Amy Paget told police, who arrived at her home around 4 a.m. one morning last week, that she never dreamed what was going on stairs, what was going on downstairs in her home, was in fact going on. Even when she woke up from a noise but fell back asleep, until hearing another about an hour later. It turns out a man named Philip Cedarleaf had entered the couple's home through an unlocked window and proceeded to make himself comfortable, doing some laundry, using the toilet, then heating up and eating a lean cuisine meal. Can't have dinner without dessert, though, and that apparently was the man's downfall as Cedarleaf got out their toaster and heated up a frozen waffle. And it was the sound of the toaster popping that woke Paget and her husband up. Fortunately, her husband is a former Marine and knew how to handle things. But you can imagine for a moment, 
It was the most tense Lego my ego standoff ever. <laughs> well done, Cliff. Well done there, yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let go of my Lego. Well, Cliff, before you give your um, seven words that make you happy, our text line yep. Yep. has been right. uh, pretty busy on this one. We have, you are now listener number 12 today. <laughs> That's seven words, isn't it? That's seven words. Nick from Otwell, yeah. obviously there. A little yeah. hurtful when the clock finally hits 10. I don't think we needed that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's brutal. That is kind of brutal. Cliff, do you have your seven words ready for us? Um, I have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, two, two. Uh, yeah, I have seven words. All right, let's hear them. Okay, so in no particular order, Pizza. Beer, cameras, sunshine, beach, pasta, money. <laughs> wow, that's quite a list. Well, thanks. And a new one just came in on our text line, Cliff. Oh, really? And I okay. foolishly, when you were asking yeah. me about the number, yeah. I almost said, send us a text if you don't know the number and I'll tell it to you. <laughs> anyway, Cliff, this yeah. person says... Women, mm -hmm. whiskey, dogs, cats, health, rain, and longevity. Okay. Now, mine I put into a sentence like Nick from Otwell, which kind of scares me. <laughs> Just like Nick from Otwell. Just like Nick from Otwell. And I knew okay. the word free had to be in mind, Cliff. Yeah. So my seven words to make me happy are free jar of Big Mac secret sauce. Yes. <laughs> and... I think, yeah. Cliff, if they want to get the vaccination rates up in this country, yeah, that could be the incentive right there. Come in and get your shot, and we'll give you yeah. a free jar of Big Mac secret sauce. Yeah, what do you think? Would you get? <laughs> would you? What would you do, Cliff? Or a, <laughs> if if I wanted to get Big Mac secret sauce, I'd go to the grocery store and buy a Thousand Island dressing. It doesn't taste quite the same though. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. All yeah. right. And I read something this morning, Cliff, that kind of uh, made me okay. want to go, I don't know about that. The new survey says that the average person, average person, yeah. Yeah. has two secrets that they keep from friends and family. Two. Just two. Okay. That's it. And the okay. person that you're least likely to tell your deep, dark secrets to yeah. is your mother. Oh, in your okay. case, I could see why, Cliff, because you would be thrown under the bu uh, bus if uh, that happened. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. <laughs> Two yeah. uh -huh. deep, dark secrets for the average person. And I'm just going to throw this out here, and you don't have to yeah. text in your answers. I don't want to pry that much. But if yeah. we took a look mm -hmm. at your browser history, would you be above average if we did that? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Weed, if you spend any time at all watching the game of rugby, you'll soon be able to see that those are some badass dudes. Basically, it contains much of the running, passing, and tackling of American football, but without padding or helmets. As you might expect, there are some strictly enforced rules about the legality and illegality of the hits and tackles in the game of rugby. Much like in soccer, there's a yellow card for minor offenses. The referee, though, can and will send players to a penalty box... And then there's a rules committee who can suspend professional players for lengths of time determined by the severity of the rule breakage. The 
Rugby Football League in England has separated the severity of punishment into six separate grades, with grade F being the worst. And that's what Huddersfield forward Kenny Edwards has been given for an incident during a match last week. It seems as though while his team was losing big time at home at home on Thursday, Edwards committed a foul that was a grade F by, well, it was in the middle of one of those scrum things that sometimes starter rugby play. Edwards apparently put his finger up the backside of an opponent, which apparently, like the stealing signs rule in baseball, is only against the rules if you get caught, and he got caught. In fact, Some rugby players say putting your finger up someone's backside is a play known as checking their oil. (laughs) I don't know what player that would even occur to, Cliff, to to get in the scrum and do that. (laughs) Woo! But we know the penalty now, don't we, Cliff? That's right. You get suspended for ten games for checking their oil. I think it should be harsher than that, actually, Cliff. If (laughs) If you get caught. If you get caught, yes. (laughs) I saw Cliff that Willie Nelson, yeah, our good friend. I wish he was our good friend. That'd be a great friend to have, Cliff. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. He's got yeah. a new book out that's available right now. Okay. And I searched around and I couldn't find the name of the title of the book to tell everybody what it is, so you could go find yeah. it if you wanted to. <laughs> okay. I was thinking of a title for his book, and it would be like, I don't know, I've been everywhere, man, because this guy has been everywhere in the world really yes. i mean if willie nelson's publishing a book it's going to be like up in smoke <laughs> and it's probably printed on rolling papers, uh, okay no no, no 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 <laughs> published by high times magazine <laughs> oh. <laughs> available at a bong store i mean bookstore near you <laughs> okay stop 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 <laughs> oh the places you'll toke Hey, that's a good one right there. Here's Thomas There you Fred. go. There you go. Cliff will have a little slight delay on our take it to the bank this morning. I was oh, darn. doing research on uh, one project, and I thought it said, prisoners in France don't wear pants. And I thought that would be a good one right there, but that's, that's, not, that's not what it was about at all. It was about they don't no. wear uniforms, uniform oh, pants. Okay. So, oh. Time now for take it to the bank. Okay. Boardwalks didn't get their name because they've got wooden boards and you walk <laughs> on them. As I oh. always had thought my entire life, Cliff. I, I would agree with that. They're actually named after the guy who came up with the idea to set up the first one in Atlantic City, New Jersey, back in the 1870s. Hmm. His okay. name? Alexander Boardman. <laughs> I should have went with the other. The other? I what had was another. the other? Well, I had another one, the first character to break wind in a Disney movie. I should have went with that one, Cliff. <laughs> I should have went with that. Who, who, okay, so now inquiring minds have to know, who was the first character to fart in a Disney movie? I'm going to let you think about that all weekend, Cliff. I'm not no. saying it now. I'm <laughs> no. not even saying no. it now. Oh, no. But I know the answer. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. I don't make... The the burned-at-the-stake rules. Number two, checking their oil. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you do, don't go to Urban Dictionary and search for checking their oil. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, the most tense 
Lego my ego standoff ever. That was Cliff. <laughs> You're right. And uh, not only don't go to the Urban Dictionary, don't listen to the podcast coming up later on our Facebook Oh, yeah, definitely page. not. That's available on uh, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, at weedandcliff.com, and a couple of other places. Don't listen to that if you don't want to know what checking their oil means. Now, you don't want to know, so don't listen. Cliff, <laughs> yeah. catch you on Monday. All right, have a good weekend. You too. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.